Welcome to the Modern Real Estate Mama podcast. On this show, we talk all things mindset, support, and encouragement for the modern mom in real estate that's building a business and raising babes. I'm Brayden McKee, a realtor in Phoenix, Arizona. I've been in the business for five years, and I'm a boy mom of two under three. And I'm Alyssa Stalker. I'm a realtor in Ventura County, California, and a mom of two under two. And together, we're bringing our entrepreneurial backgrounds and digital marketing expertise to change the way a modern mama does real estate. Whether you're here for the support or our tactical tips for building a business, we are rooting for your growth. Thanks for listening. Hey mama, have you ever had the feeling of total rejection in your business? If you're listening to this podcast, you're probably a real estate agent, which means if you're in real estate, I'm willing to bet that you have felt the massive blow that is rejection. Today, I'm going to share an encouraging story about rejection, some ways to cope and even flip the script to turn what may feel like a complete utter loss into a major win. Welcome to another episode of the Modern Real Estate Mama podcast. My name is Alyssa Stalker and I am one half of this show. Today I'm recording solo without my lovely friend Brayden McKee, but we will be back together recording soon enough. Today I want to unpack persistence, what it looks like to be persistent without being annoying, and how we can take rejection in our business and flip it into new possibilities. So let's dive in. If you're a normal human being, you have probably been rejected in your life and I don't believe there is a single person out there in real estate who has won every single listing appointment or nailed every single buyer consultation. Just not possible. Here's the thing. Each time we go out for an audition, because really that's what we do in this business, we audition, We're practicing showing up as the best version of ourselves and practice makes us perfect, right? Not exactly. What about when it doesn't go so well? Or what about when you thought you nailed it only to find out that after the fact you lost out to another agent? This recently happened to me And before I dive into the story, I just want to give a full disclaimer that sometimes when this happens, it simply comes down to this one thing, not your people. And whenever you find yourself in a difficult situation in your business, clients who are horrible to you, people who undervalue your service or simply just don't get you, I want you to remember that maybe they're just not your people. And that's okay too, because here's the deal. You cannot be everybody's everything. And that is why we speak so much on this podcast about the magic that happens when you find your flavor, when you niche down, and when you start serving everything you got into your ideal client, that is so key. And we want you to always take that away um, from these episodes because we believe in that. So let's go back to what happens when you thought they were your people, it was going so well, and then boom, you didn't get it. This was the whopper (laughs) that I had to face, and it immediately felt like a total blow to my confidence. Imposter syndrome crept in. I went through all the motions, 
And if you're new here, let me just share that I'm a highly sensitive person, which sounds like it doesn't mix with real estate. We typically are known to like need to have thick skin as real estate agents, but I did used to perceive this as a weakness in my business and I realize now that it's actually a strength and it is a caring quality that I have that helps me actually anticipate my clients' needs and even nurture them through the entire process successfully. That is how I flipped the script on that weakness. But anyway, it just didn't it didn't sit well with me. So I had I'm gonna dive into this story now. So I had a call one day from a potential seller. They had received some of my marketing pieces after selling another listing in their community and they wanted to pick my brain on selling. They were relocating and they were actually fully clear and upfront with me that they were interviewing several agents, but because I had just sold in their community, they wanted to meet with me. I spent a good amount of time on the phone with them on that initial call. I established a connection. I was learning their goals for their sale, um, opening up a little bit about my process. And then eventually we scheduled an appointment to sit down in a few days at their home. Um, and there I would tour the property and discuss the listing process with them further. When I got to the house, they were warm. They greeted me. I felt super comfortable with them right off the bat. And this is usually the point at which I'm assured that I'm in the presence of my people. Um, we walked through the house. They showed me each room. I took all my notes. And when we sat at the kitchen table to go over my listing presentation, I answered their questions. We had great conversation. They actually had many, many questions of me. And I am always okay with that. I love when people are asking me questions. Um, I always feel very confident, especially in my marketing strategy, being that my personal sauce is digital marketing. And sometimes it can be a challenge with certain clients to get them to understand the power behind digital marketing. Um, but I love a challenge and just educating on that value piece that I bring with my strategies. So it's, it's not something that intimidates me. And I generally feel like I come across well because I truly know and believe in what I'm talking about. So anyway, we ended up having more meaningful and actually personal conversation. Like that's where we really established this, what I thought was a so-called connection. Um, and so like after we got through all the business talk, we were just chatting. It was going really well. I was over there for quite a while. I remember leaving and feeling like, wow, that went so well. I'm so excited to help them. I know they're interviewing other people, but I felt like I gave like a perfect presentation. I had the experience. I already had the credibility of selling in their neighborhood, which I knew was important to them. And we just, we totally connected on a personal level, like nailed it. Well, a few days later, I saw an email pop up in my inbox. I opened it. I was expecting like some follow-up questions, maybe, you know, a message to schedule another meeting, only to read <laughs> that they were kind enough to let me know that they went with another agent. I actually had to reread it a couple of times and let it sink in. Like I was truly in shock. I just remember thinking like, but what did I do? what didn't I do? How could I have showed up any differently? And I, I tend to go a lot on feeling 
in my life and in my business. And in this circumstance, I had good feelings. So what gives? Like what happened? I responded back and I just like kindly thank them for the opportunity. I wish them luck in their sale and I invited them to revisit with me if anything changed. Um, but really just being gracious and, you know, wishing them well, because I truly wish everyone well. Um, selling your home is a big deal. It is often people's largest asset. It's a big life change for many. I never ever take the process lightly. Um, and whether or not someone goes with me, I, I really want them to be successful. I want it to go well. Um, so that's how I chose to handle it. But it still didn't feel right to me. I was super bummed. And I sat and I thought on this for like a few times over the coming days. And one of the biggest things that I've learned in my real estate journey is the power of follow-up. And I actually recorded a previous episode on this podcast called Following Up With A Purpose. And this has really been a pivotal part of building my business. Nurturing relationships, following up with people, eventually converting into clients, but most importantly, just the journey of nurturing a relationship and making it meaningful, right? Making an impact. So I hadn't really thought before on like what happens when I lose. And the reason why is because I hadn't actually lost a listing before, not until this point. And it's not because I'm just that good, (laughs) but I I am usually really sure of myself and something one of my friends and people that I'm most inspired by, her name's Amber Nardino. Um, She's actually been a guest on this podcast before. She said something to me in a conference once that just really hit, it hit good. And she said that certainty always wins. And I think that that's major. I, when I walk into a listing appointment, when I sit down with a client, I am always certain that I am the best person to help them because I care so much and I believe in what I'm doing and how I do it. And I think it's important to just address the fact that even though it hadn't happened to me yet, it was bound to happen. This is bound to happen to anyone. You do not win 100% of your games. You just don't. Um, And if any of your athletes sorry, full disclosure, I'm not an athlete, but I love like athletic and sports analogies. My husband uses them all the time and they just really resonate with me, but you you just don't, you don't have that kind of record, right? Um, but it matters what, what you do with the loss, like what happens when you lose. So anyway, I hadn't lost a listing up until this point, but I had bombed some buyer consultations, like especially in my early days as an agent. And the difference was though with the, the, the buyer consultations that hadn't gone well, I knew the reason why. Like I always knew instinctively my energy was off, I said the wrong thing, and I was super aware after after those like, well, that didn't go well. So I knew that, but this was different. So after pondering what I could have done differently, coming to the conclusion that the answer was nothing, like I wouldn't have changed a thing about that meeting, I then started thinking about, well, what happens from here? 
And I know and I believe to my core that every failure is a learning experience. It truly is. And it's always priming me to be better, to improve, and challenging me to think like, how can I take this situation and flip it into a teachable moment? I always say that I love to be a student. Um, and while I was thinking about this and while I was thinking about, you know, some of the lessons I learned about, you know, following up with people and just like some of the wins that I had through simply following up, I decided that, you know what, what do I have to lose? I'm going to follow up with this loss. I felt like to truly learn and make it a teachable moment that I needed to get that feedback from them. And if I didn't get the feedback, I wouldn't see the blind spot the next time either. And when you believe you want something, usually persistence will help you get it one way or another. It may not be like this particular circumstance, but being persistent will get you the result that you truly want but you have to do the work and you have to be persistent in that work right so that day I decided to send them an email I just wanted to check in with them and see how their preparations were going I had mentioned in the email um, that I had some things I wanted to discuss with them if they could take the time and have another call with me I would really appreciate it they emailed me back pretty fast and um, they agreed to do a follow-up call we set a time to chat. I think it was later that afternoon. So I hopped on the phone with them and on the call, I just explained how appreciative I was for them taking the time to give me feedback. I was, I was really open and honest with them that I was disappointed. I was disappointed that they didn't choose me. I felt so excited about the opportunity to help them and regardless, I just really wanted them to be successful with their sale. Um, but it would be really valuable for me if they could provide me some feedback. I explained that as a business owner, feedback really, really matters to me. I'm so passionate about growing my business and just always improving how I show up to serve other clients. So I just wanted to hear from them, you know, what was the feedback? So they were super gracious. They explained like, it was a really tough decision um, and it ultimately came down to the fact that there were a few things they were just unclear if I was including in what I was offering like with my service and you know with my commission it was unclear what I was offering so huge feedback right there was a disconnect and that the agent that they were choosing actually had more experience than me and that was a first. So I usually stand by how I package up my value as an agent, but I learned that I missed something critical, something in the delivery that would really matter to my business and how I would show up with for future clients that were similar to them. So this was really big for me. And that alone was reason enough for me to follow up. And then coming to the experience piece though, like what can I do about that? I can't like invent more years of experience, right? But I'm a firm believer that years of experience or your tenure does not mean you're actually better at something. It, don't get me wrong. Experience is a great thing to have on your side, but guess what? 
if you're new and you're listening to this, if you are aligned with great mentors or really strong team, you can leverage their experience and still do a better job in how you deliver your service and be backed by that experience. Does that make sense? So I just want you to think about this too. Like how many agents have you come across that are lazy agents and they've been in this business for like 20 years? They're lazy. They have outdated marketing strategies. They're not adapting with the way that the business is moving or the industry is moving. Um, I mean, you know you've seen like a thumb in the photos or cell phone listing photos and there are many people out there with lots of experience that believe that sticking a sign in the yard sells the house and that's it that's all they got to do so i do not believe that experience necessarily makes someone better than someone else and at this point Obviously, there was nothing I could do to change their mind on that piece, but I wish, like I just had wished that I had another opportunity to get in front of them again and just have another chance, revisit my message and like that delivery um, because I had realized that I had some holes in how I explained some things to them. So anyway, I, I wish that I could have done that, but oh well. So I thank them. I, I thank them for sharing the feedback. I was really appreciative. Um, and then just kind of like moving on in the conversation, I happened to ask them how everything was going with their house prep and just really being friendly, um, and supportive. What happened next? I did not see coming. They actually openly shared with me that They hadn't signed an agreement yet with this agent that they were going to choose instead of me. They hadn't made it official. They just were merely letting me know that that was the direction they were going in and that it actually wasn't working out well with that other agent they were potentially hiring. So they wanted to meet with me one more time and see if it could be a fit. I couldn't believe it. I would have never known this had I not followed up. Like this opportunity like would have never happened, right? They wouldn't have just like, most likely, they wouldn't have just like magically reached out to me like, hey, didn't work out, let's try again. Especially after they broke up with me, right? So anyway, it turned out that after we'd met, they really appreciated the attention that I gave them And just the mere fact that I followed up showed them how much that I truly cared about them and the success of their sale and that follow through is what spoke to them and mattered the most. So of course, at the follow-up, I made sure to address their concerns um, and make sure that I addressed some of those holes that like I previously missed in my presentation and just assured them I would take great care of them. We signed the agreement, super excited. They were happy, I was happy. It ended up being a beautiful thing. So what happens if we can flip the script of failure into a real win simply because we persisted? And I'm not saying that this would be your every outcome, but I think it's extremely valuable to our growth to be constantly aware of our performance, where we could be missing something, and how we utilize 
the process of following up with people, getting feedback to really connect the dots or fill those holes or those gaps of where we fell short. And I think sometimes we don't, we skip this. We don't do this because it really can be hard to take a good, honest look at ourselves, especially when we feel like we failed. It's like easier to just move on from it and like make it go away. It can, it can feel painful to like actually open that up. Right. But I want to share that there is so much growth in those tough moments when we actually face them and it allows room for new opportunities to present themselves. Those opportunities may look entirely different than the situation. It may not mean that you eventually won over the client. They could have already signed an agreement with somebody else. They could, it could have been working out swimmingly with the person they were planning to hire. You just don't know. But you could find yourself in a situation where it could mean a future referral from that lost client because of how you handled it or some other kind of opportunity. You just never know. So I want to encourage you to look at some shortfalls in your business and be bold enough to ask yourself, where did that go wrong? Next time you find yourself losing out on an opportunity, ask your prospects, where did that go wrong? I promise you the worst thing that will happen is that you learn from it. But it may just surprise you where it leads you next. So I want to hear from you guys in our Facebook group. What is something that you have achieved a positive outcome led by your persistence? I really want to gather together in this and encourage other mamas who may need to hear this so that they don't walk away from their failure or let them stop it in their tracks because this is what happens. It becomes a cycle. It becomes a pattern. And if we don't change that pattern or stop that cycle, pivot it, if we don't do that, just like if I, if I didn't realize the gaps that I had in my presentation, even though it had served me so well up until this point, there was something missing. There was a disconnect with myself and what I, how I was delivering to this client that was essential to me actually getting the job. So if we don't break that cycle, if we don't learn, if we don't, if we don't look at the patterns in our business, it's just going to keep happening and we can't actually improve. Yes, does that I mean no, does that mean you're not going to get the next listing? Will that will that same presentation work well for someone else? Yes, but could it could it cause you to lose out on another opportunity in the exact same way? Yes. And wouldn't you want to know that? So I really just want to encourage you to think about this. And I want you to also not just look at maybe a time where it fell short, but think about that achievement, like what a real positive outcome that was led by the fact that you persisted. And maybe it's not having anything to do with follow-up, just something you were persistent on. Maybe that was consistency in your business. Maybe that was continuing to do a certain 
thing to lead generate and finally it became your biggest source or some other type of win. I just really want to encourage you to open up and share that with us so that we can encourage other moms who may need to hear this. And if you're not yet a part of our Facebook community, I invite you to check the show notes, find the links you can join or search the Modern Real Estate Mama on Facebook. If you felt like you really related to something that you heard today or it gave you some encouragement, I just invite you to subscribe to our podcast, join our community, leave us a review if you feel so inclined. This is what helps our show get out to more moms in real estate and provide that support and encouragement in their businesses and their motherhood. Thanks so much for listening and we'll talk to you guys next week.